love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. We make each other better. She always reminds me about what actually matters. You know, love conquers all. Wherever he is, I I want to be there, always. She just always accepted me for who I was. He makes me a better person. It was like love at first sight. Well, love is the most important thing. And then we started to dream together about this life full of art and and beauty and adventure. So our separate dreams became one, one beautiful story. Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. This week's love story belongs to Helena Stopira and J. Bell Redbird, two artists from different worlds whose lives became a beautiful creative collaboration. It's a tale of epic love and loss. This is the Canadian Love Map. Hello, Helena. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much, Nancy. I'm fine. How are you? I'm so looking forward to this conversation because not only will I get to spend time with you, but also with Jay in spirit. And I'm excited for the world to hear your love story. How do you feel about it? Well, I feel great about my love story, even though the the story never ends. It just transforms into other forms. But the love story is still there, and and um, I'm happy to to talk about it. I know Jay would love me to talk about that either. So, so here we are. Beautiful. <laughs> Anything about Jay, uh, I'm I'm happy to to talk about. Why don't you start by telling me who Jay Bell Redbird was? Well, among so many other things, mainly he was a lover of life and he was observer of life. And then that's why he was such a good artist. Um, That's what he was doing since he was very young. He was always an artist. He's got this artist soul. And he was lucky to find the proper outlet for for his beautiful spirit. So art was always in his blood. He came from the family of artists. His father is is Duke Redbird, and he was connected to all kinds of artists, including Norval Morisot, which was giving uh, Jay his lessons, his first art lessons. So yes, his father, uh, Duke Redbird, and uh, his uncle, uh, Leland Bell, he's also um, a really good artist. But Jay always wanted to find his own path, his own individual way of expressing his his talent and his spirit. So, Helena, he was a member of the Ojibwe Nation. Mm-hmm. Was he always in touch with his culture or did that come later in life? I think that came later in life. For the first four years of his life, he was in, in on Manitoulin Island in his uh, reserve, the Wiki. But um, when he was four, they moved to the city. Obviously, um, 
different lifestyle and but he was someone that grew up in the city away from from his traditions but the stories and lifestyle and uh were always influencing him and everything that he went through made him the person that he was uh his life he was true to himself and fortunately his path led him to you Let's go, before we talk about the the love story, let me ask you about your upbringing, your early life, because it was very different than Jay's. Yeah, it was different. Um, uh, I was a newcomer to this country. I came here when I was 20 from Poland. Not really, you know, knowing much about this country, typically, uh, I just came for adventure. And and then um, life directed me a certain way. First, I was find myself in these countries, as was expected. I, I needed to make a living. I needed to make it safe for for my my family and myself. But I was lucky. I was ambitious, and then um, I got myself through all kinds of courses. And as a result, I got myself a license to be a physiotherapist. And and then for the next twenty years, I was a physiotherapist helping people. And um, on a way, uh, finding out who I am. I've always wanted wanted to be an artist, uh, but obviously you had to wait to uh, to get to this right time. But um, the the dream was there all along. I always had inclination to to be an artist, but never thought it was possible to be a professional artist. And, and so um, I was a weekend artist, and in fact. One day I found a, a big door on a curb and I painted my avatar, so to speak, my alter ego, something that I, that would express who my spirit was. So I created this self-portrait and since then I started to follow this inkling. So little by little, everything like that led me to, to Jay, led me to not only a uh, more authentic life, but about to the love of my life as well. I love that. How did your path merge with Jay's? When did you meet? Well, um, we met at the powwow. That was a pretty magical day. It was um, a day that many other artists that I came across later on, they were there. Uh, not artists, not only artists, but friends. What led to this this um, day was probably me wanting a change. I told you the story about that squirrel. That was simply one of those moments that direct you uh, in in a certain way. Yes, please tell me the story of the squirrel. Okay, so that was a day that I had to rush from one place to another. And then suddenly, um, while I was driving, I hit this this animal squirrel, and I saw the squirrel um, in in a rearview mirror, and I felt it, it almost like I hit myself over the head, and I identified myself with the squirrel that runs around, have its knots uh, everywhere, putting it here and there, and and rushing constantly. I didn't want to be the square. I didn't want to die. And I felt like if I continue with this life, I would probably end up like this squirrel. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I quit this uh, this specific part of my life. I quit this job and uh, wasn't sure exactly 
what's next. I could still be a physiotherapist, but I, I, I felt that I needed to explore something else. And, and then there was Jay. And when I saw Jay and his art, uh, I, I knew right, right away that there is some kind of lead or, or some kind of another big sign. Tell me about that first exchange, Helena, please. <laughs> he was on that power with his beautiful art and um, all the story that he told uh, when you ask the question about the, uh, the images. And, and then the image that I asked him was the image of the loon. And, and the loon stands for loyalty and love and, and being true to yourself. And so it's like when he was talking about his loon, uh, it was as if he was talking uh, about himself and his desires to to be who he was born to be. You had a great connection right away. Yeah. How did that convert to dating? Well, it it took some some time um, because um, after that initial um, encounter, we kept in touch, and then. Little by little, uh, we got to know each other that way. And then I invited Jay to to my place, and uh, I told him that I my dream is to be a, an artist, but I'm probably not good enough. And and then he saw this this door that I painted, and uh, he says, "Well, there you go. You you are that. You are this artist and magic maker. You just need maybe." accomplice and then we started to uh, dream together about this life full of art and, and beauty and adventure so our separate dreams became one one beautiful story although it was not easy Jay was always uh, dealing with his health and that was um, putting the brakes on his visions before we met he already had um, a heart attack, but then another one happened shortly after we moved in together. And he was a young man, Helena. How old was yeah. he? Well, at that time he was 45. Luckily that we just moved next to this hospital, that we were there in a in a matter of minutes, and that saved his life. That became priority to make him healthier. So that was a mission. It was not easy to fit everything into this new life. But um, when, when, when your dream is strong enough, that is just the obstacle to be taken. And then once we overcame this, life was unfolding beautifully because we appreciated it so much more. And during those troublesome time, I understood how much I, I love this man that I would, um, I would rather die than let him die. Tell me about what your relationship was like, Helena. Basically magical. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know how else I could describe that, but um, even though it, it wasn't easy, even though it's not like everything was um, given to us and, and shown the best uh, shortcuts to, to everything we we had to um, overcome all kinds of obstacles and 
But anything like that just made us stronger. We started to live in a way that we appreciate everything. We notice everything. We were full of appreciation for each other and, and, and full of love for each other. Uh, Jay was very expressive and uh, he would express his love beautifully. He loved the world. He loved uh, people around him. He loved his children. He loved his, his family. He loved me. And he would say that every day. He would say the words every single day, whether singing it or dancing it or, or telling me that. And I was also telling him uh, as well through how much I cared about him. And, and for him, laughter was the best medicine. We were laughing every day <laughs> and dancing and singing and painting and going on a trips and finding new ways of, of making a living. So I was so lucky to witness this uh, creativity. And uh, he was um, happy to, to paint. He, that was his um, go-to anytime he needed to enter the other world. He would just go into his, his painting. He would put his headphones on. Um, it's very, he loved music. He was vibrating with his happiness. And then he would disappear in, in, his, in his work. That's beautiful. When, when I interviewed the two of you years ago, several years ago, I remember him saying that he said, other artists will sometimes say, hey, you've got kahunas, man, because you're able to collaborate on a piece of art, partly because he was Indigenous and you're non-Indigenous, and also because you're just separate artists. But uh, it just seemed very natural for the two of you, didn't it? Yes, it was like our art was representation of, of um, us being together. Because of we we are from different nations and and we both had uh, tremendous respect and love for each other's traditions and culture. Doing something together, um, producing this artwork that has both of of us together was almost uh, symbolically, you know, telling story of you know doing this together makes it better. So we fit to each other with the differences that we had. And that was only adding to it rather than creating any divisions. So that was beautiful uh, representation of, of us together. We couldn't share the great stories that we do here on the Canadian Love Map podcast without the amazing support of Charm Diamond Centres. They are Canada's largest family-owned jeweler, and they're proud to be putting love on the map. The folks at Charm Diamond Centres are thrilled to be a part of your love story. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. You were both supported by this amazing center in Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, called Friends United. Can you tell me just briefly about how that came to be? Yes, we, we met the founder of Friends United, uh, Rolf Bowman. In fact, Rolf was um, also at that uh, famous powwow in Toronto. We were all oscillating around each other then. And uh, 
Rolf noticed Jay's work then, and he wanted to stay in touch with with Jay. Uh, so, and after a few months of of that, uh, Rolf visited us in in our apartment in the city. Am I right that that first day Rolf said, "I want to buy all those paintings that are behind you, Jay"? He wanted yeah. to buy everything. Yes, and in fact, he did. Um, so. <laughs> Jay was telling the story is like how amazing this day was. Uh, Rolf walked into his booth showing so much uh, interest and love and, and respect for his uh, work that he wanted to, to buy absolutely everything that day. And he did. And then I walked into his booth showing him again so much interest and, and, and love that... Um, after our conversation, Jay, Jay scratched his head and asked, who was that? So it was, for all of us, very interesting day. And so Rolf kept in touch with Jay for a for, for few months. And then he invited us to Cape Breton to see the center and, and see if there's anything that he can help us with. And that was a beautiful thing for us to experience because now we could be uh, supported in our dream. So we started to come and visit uh, Rolf uh, frequently. And every time we did, we, we had our projects and then and, and Jay felt uh, that this is really working well for, for us. Uh, he started to call Cape Breton paradise just because he could create something in total peace and, and tranquility and uh, everything he did was welcome and uh, respected. Mm -hmm. So it was a whole new chapter. Now, Rolf Bowman is a German immigrant to Canada who came about 35 years ago and created this amazing center and this program for supporting Indigenous artists across the country. Jay had just done an amazing trip to Germany with Rolf, where Rolf was exposing uh, people in that country to J. Bell Redbird's amazing art. Were you on that trip? Yeah, yeah, we we were all on that trip. That was um, he always wanted to visit Germany because he knew how much, uh, generally speaking, German people respect native um, culture here on this land. Mm -hmm. So he felt that he needed to be there and talk to people and and just show up and and that was a very very beautiful trip very nice it's just a little sad for me because it was um, happening shortly after his departure so it was just when you got back from that trip that we lost jay mm -hmm. no there was so much more ahead there was so much more to be done so how old was he, Helena? He he got back from this trip. I feel like he was really flying high. It had been such a success. And it was such a tremendous shock to all those who knew him when all of a sudden he was gone. And it was his heart, of course, that that uh, mm -hmm. gave out in the end. But he was only how old? 52. Yeah. So, so way, way too soon. And I can only imagine how difficult it was for you to lose him, given how connected the two of you were. Yeah, that was very, very difficult and still is. I know his spirit is here and everybody feels it. 
but I miss his beautiful physicality as well. And so all this, you know, support and all this um, encouragement. So, you know, I, I knew exactly who I was with Jay, but now I had to uh, establish another self, which, which is not always that easy because of how big it was then suddenly without this other part of you, you you feel lost almost like a phantom pain but you have to go on but it's uh, sad sometimes and I still have to establish this uh, ways of being strong without Jay Mm -hmm. he left some unfinished canvases tell Mm -hmm. me about your need to decide and how you decided what to do with those Uh, it was a dilemma for me because uh, yeah he started it there was um, maybe just a sketch on a canvas. So the, the vision was there. His desire to have uh, those paintings finished uh, it was there. Typically, he loved starting something and then go on to the next, and then he would come back to it uh, in the right time. So it was uh, quite a big number of those un- unfinished works. And so um, looking at it, is, I debated whether it stays like that, but uh, it was, you know, just unfinished. Uh, I, I, I understood what his vision would be because we discussed all those paintings together. And um, so I asked Jay for permission to, to finish, uh, ask his spirit for the permission. And then... Um, I had a dream and I saw those paintings done. It was rough. Uh, it was no details, but I understood. I felt that those those paintings were finished uh, in the way he saw it. I started to do those paintings the way he would exactly do because nobody could paint like Jay and I uh, would not even try. But um, understanding his desire and then doing it in in kind of my style so uh, I finished a few of those and they were quite beautiful and I think Jay would be proud of them yes and they are considered collaborations between Helena Stopira and Jay mm-hmm. Bell Redford mm-hmm. which is a beautiful legacy thank you yeah I feel I feel very proud and very happy to be together with Jay in that form what has been the secret to your healing? I'm still in the process. It's, it will never be done, but staying on my path, being uh, creative and continuing with what we were doing together. Also, just love people. Just be open to everybody that comes to your life and crosses your path. Just just be open to people. People really healed me. And with them, I, I, I laugh and, and am happy again. One of the things that I will always remember about Jay, in fact, I quote him all the time, is that the first time I met him and we felt like kindred spirits, uh, Mm -hmm. at the end of that day, I went to give him a hug and he put his hands up in front of himself as to stop me. And I thought, oh, gosh, you know, maybe he doesn't hug. Can you tell why he was doing that? Can you tell us that story? (laughs) Well, he he understood how important heart is, and he was lover of life, and he felt that people need more love. 
once you show them and and they would feel it, they would go on with their lives much better. So um, he would take every opportunity to connect with with people in their hearts. And this is a beautiful way of connecting. So he would align his heart with with that person's heart, uh, hugging it from the left side, and then aligning your heart and, and really pausing for a few seconds. And you could really feel the, that, you know, love that is in everybody's heart. Mm, so beautiful. And I realize now, ever since then, every time I go to hug someone, I realize they lean to the left. Yes. But yes. he would lean to the right and he would say heart to heart, heart yes. to heart. And exactly. I've told that story to so many people. And I've had many people come back to me and say, that's the only way I hug now. And that yes. is that is a J-Bell Redbird legacy. Oh, that's beautiful. Jay continues with a little moments like that. <laughs> Elena, his Ojibwe name was Medicine Wind. Mm-hmm. What did that mean to him? Yeah, everybody needs healing. Jay needed a lot of healing and, and he understood that once you understand how important it is, you could be also a healer. So he would heal through his art. He would uh, explain the art to people in such a way that would change them in a positive way that they would be healed in certain ways. Certain things were just filled up and put together. So like you said, even that uh, wind takes it all out and and spreads the, this this beautiful vibes of healing and needs to be shared, that those energy needs to be shared. Mm-hmm. Do you feel in a way his magic is more powerful now than ever? his magic was always powerful but in a way um, yes because we realize you know how important it is to acknowledge and uh, and and love people while they're still here for Jay was always important to to carry on with a loving heart and understanding and non-judgment that's the message that he was sent and and love everyone as much as you can that message carries on pretty strongly, and that's his legacy. Often when I interview couples, I will ask them both at the end, what do you love most about the other person? And this may be a difficult question, but I would love for you to tell me, if Jay were here and I could ask him, what do you think he would say that he loved most about you? That I know for sure, that it was not anything crazy no magic nothing specific about me but the fact that I was loyal to Joy he trusted me and that was simply the biggest thing for him to trust the person and then he knew how much I loved him he would be so nourished by this this love uh, that he needed like air (laughs) so simply just loving him and just loving him, caring for him, and be loyal. And what did you love most about him? What do you love most about him? His love, his big heart, his big, humongous heart and spirit. And the fact that you could be totally yourself with him, that you could be authentic. And I liked myself with Jay, and he liked himself with me. So uh, it was a very symbiotic and beautiful relationship. 
Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. He was a tremendously special human being. Yes, thank you for for saying that he was and he still is. And so are you, Helena. Thank you. You're very kind. Thank you, Helena. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. And if you want to help us spread the love even more, rate and review our podcast. It makes such a difference. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.